Keontae George showing great growth for the Utah Jazz, a historical deep dive on the growth of pick-and-roll players in the NBA. Yeah, this is right up my alley, and I'm totally juiced for it. It's next on Locked on Jazz. You are Locked on Jazz, your daily podcast on the Utah Jazz. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. How are you? I am David Locke, radio voice of the Utah Jazz, Jazz NBA insider. This is Locked On Jazz. It's your daily podcast on the Utah Jazz. Today, so Keontae George is showing great sign of growth. Yesterday, I brought up on the show that if you look at the bottom rankings every year of pick-and-roll guards, it's always young players. So it does not have to do with their talent. It has to do with their knowledge of how to play pick-and-roll. So yesterday, I asked Mark Dagnall, who's terrific in interviews, the Thunderhead coach, and I asked Will Hardy about it. I talked to Keontae George about it, and I talked to Taylor Horton Tucker about it. And I went and did research on Shea Gilgis-Alexander, Jamal Murray, and De'Aaron Fox, who to me are all very similar to Keontae George, because they all came in the league after a single year of college. I think that's right on all of them. They all came in the league really having not been point guards and converted into point guards, and they all now are awesome, which is what we hope that Keontae George becomes. So this show is going to be great. I'm totally juiced for it um, and really glad to bring it to you. Uh, as I mentioned, I'm David Locke, radio voice of the Utah Jazz, Jazz NBA Insider. This is Locked on Jazz. It's your daily podcast on the Utah Jazz. We give you insight, expertise, geeky numbers, and hopefully we make it way better to be a jazz fan each and every day. Thanks so much for making Locked on Jazz your first listen. And thank you so much to the everydayers out there. We are free and we are available on all podcasting apps for you, as well as on YouTube. I'm really excited to have you be a part of this show. All right, if you like it, Five-star reviews are welcome. Email to me just telling me you liked it. It's great. Because these are the ones where, like, I do it, and then midway through the day, I'm like, did anyone actually like that? Because I thought it was great. Uh, today's show is brought to you by Game Time. Game Time, download the Game Time app, create an account, and use the code LOCKEDONNBA for $20 off your first purchase. All right. So, first of all, Keontae just looks much more comfortable, way better. The last two games after, you know, shooting basically 30% for a while, he's linked back-to-back games. He scored 30 last night. He didn't do a huge amount of out of the pick and roll last night, honestly. Um, he only ran 28 pick and rolls last night. His numbers were actually better. It was his best pick and roll performance since the 17th of November, um, where he had two good games back-to-back in Portland against Portland and Phoenix with a pick and roll, but he really has not been very good. He doesn't have a rolling big right now with uh, Walker. We played with Kelly last night. Um, so it's not a great script by which for him to be particularly good, but that was the best he'd, he'd been in a little bit. Um, and we didn't run a lot with him. We only ran 28 possessions with him. We're not a pick and roll heavy team, but there's just no way to hide that if you're going to be a primary ball handling guard in this league, even if you're not pick and roll heavy, you're still going to end up running 30, 40, 50 of them a night. That's, that's just the reality of, of the game. Um, and so Keontae drops 30 last night. He's now has a nice little stretch. He's 15 of his last 28 from the field. He's seven of his last 14 from three. He's taking five free throws in each of the last two games. He's taken, which I love 29 free throws in his last four games. That's a real sign of growth. He's got 21 assists in his last three games. Like you're seeing it, um, which is great. Um, now, so I, as I mentioned, I talked to Will Hardy, Mark Dagnall, um, Keontae and Taylor Horton Tucker. And then we're going to look at those players. 
um, that I mentioned. So the first thing on the pick and roll that I talked to Keontae about is Keontae shared with me that the pick and roll on the collegiate level, the big just goes to the rim is what he said. Like the opposing big just goes and sits at the rim. And so, and everyone, and there's, and there's no illegal defense. So everyone's just kind of clogged in there. And he's like, you just actually have all day. You come off the pick, you kind of have time, you can figure it out. The, the little mid-range jumper is going to be wide open for you the whole time. If you remember, Keontae took a ton of them. Um, and, and it's just available for you. And it's not a particularly quick play. And he said, in the pros, the big could be up, he could be back, he could be blitzing, they could be doing, there are just so many different coverages. And then he said, you know, you're hesitating in this and that, and it's it's and he basically, you know, alluded to how fast it is. Plus you add the size, plus you add the strength. And then he was actually really interesting talking about both on the offensive and defensive end, the strength. He was talking about Harden and how Harden just puts his forearm out on you and he just holds you. And like, he's not holding you like in a foul. He's just so dang strong that he holds you. So these guys are just physically so different than anything he's ever experienced. I talked to Talon about it. And what Talon talked to me about was the fact that he really never played with a rolling big. You know, that really anytime he came off a pick and roll in AAU or high school, or Iowa State, he's going to score. There's no rolling big. There's no concept of rolling big and a hug in from the corner and a corner three shooter. Like, th- that is that is an NBA concept. And that he's learning all that. And that the reads are, you know, obviously he says, you're, you're playing with a rolling big. Your first read is, did my big get behind their big? Now I'm throwing a lob. My second read is, okay, is that big up on me? And if that big's up on me, then... Can I get it to him or did they bring the weak side help in, which then means I've got to skip it to that corner. And I, I was trying to be like, does it, you know, how fast is it happening? Do you, do you, do you try, you try not to predetermine? He's like, you try not to predetermine, but you know what they did the last time. So you're, you're thinking they're going to do the same thing. And then if they don't, then you got to recognize it again. And change. This is happening super, super fast, super, super fast. And what's fascinating about this is when you look at young players, and we're going to look at three of them. And, I did, and I, I've looked at three of them. I didn't go look at eight of them and choose three of them. I looked at three of them because I thought they were the perfect comps for, for Keontae. De'Aaron Fox was a little faster, but played one year at Kentucky, then came to the NBA, was not a pure point guard. Jamal Murray played one year at Kentucky. These are all one year at Kentucky, guys. Uh, was not a pure point guard. And then Shea Gilgis-Alexander, one year at Kentucky, hadn't played any point guard, had to evolve into it. They're also all like all-stars. So they're they're the best of the best. If they went through this process... Two, then I think it's a pretty clear um, of, of what it takes. So it was just a really interesting conversation with both of them. They're both such nice guys and so interesting. The other one on Keontae that was really interesting was how much he referenced other players in the league. And so one of the things Keontae said to me was, I've got to learn the off-the-bounce three. Like, these guys aren't respecting me on my drive or what I'm doing because I don't have an off-the-bounce three. I've got to add an off-the-bounce three to what I'm doing. And so part of the reason kind of fired up about last night's game is you saw Keontae literally do exactly what we talked about during the day, you know, and that's, I think a, that's a huge step. Like if you actually have a player in this league who you can look at and say, and he'll tell you what he's trying to do. And then he does it. This is what Donovan like had this unbelievable ability to practice something in the morning and then basically ended up doing it the next day, which was like, 
completely mind blowing um, to watch him kind of do those kind of things. Um, and so, you know, last night we watched Keontae begin to take more and more off the bounce threes, which he's right. Like if you're going to play and he was early in the year, he was one of the best off the bounce three guys in the league, but he's right. So he's talking to me like, okay, right now I come off the pick and they may be going under, I can try to go drive, but I'm just getting into traffic. The, the, they're not respecting the bigs, not coming out and bothering me. The bigs not playing high at all on me. And if the big comes out, then I can try to drive by him and draw a foul. I can make a play for somebody else, but I've got to be able to have an off the bounce three game. That's good enough to bring that big out. Um, and I'm sure Will's talked to him about this as well, frankly, um, because it's, you know, this is a large part of what, what this game is right now is that he has to learn these things. And so, you know, if you look at the best point guards, Luca, Steph, even Anthony Simons, Fred Van Vliet, Jason Tatum, Tyrese Halliburton, Damian Lillard. I mean, they're taking De'Aaron Fox, Desmond Bain. Like they're taking Donovan. They're taking five a game, five or six of these a game. And so Keontae in the last two games has taken seven and he's three of seven. And you can see him starting to add this into his repertoire, but he's going to have to take five, six a, a game. That's, that's what point guards do. Um, in the NBA. So really interesting to hear him kind of break this down and give his analysis of each of that. I asked Will Hardy and Mark Dagnall about the process as well. So I'll have that coming up for you in a second and what they both said about learning the pick and roll. And then we will look at the historical comps of Shea, Fox, and Murray. Usually Tuesdays are power ranking Tuesdays. So if I get a chance, I'll get to it, but I don't have any promises um, on that. So that's the plan. Um, but really interesting conversations. I think the first thing I would tell you is just about both Keontae and Talon, how interested they are in being good, really, really good, how hard they're working, how uh, insightful they are. And then Keontae is super interesting because he's watching a ton of basketball. Keontae is watching a bunch of players in the league. He's keeping an eye on it. Will Hardy shared that he gets texts from Keontae late at night about games that are going on. And they're not, you know, they're not the TNT Thursday night game. They're just, and, you know, he's clearly watching league pass and keeping an eye on any game that's imaginable and watching every player he possibly can um, to learn something. And so you're seeing that growth happen right now, uh, I think in a very obvious kind of cool manner um, for Keontae. That, that off the bounce three for for Key has been something that actually he was, he's been really good at. I mean, if you look at the best guys in the league, by the way, it's who take it the most. It's Luca, it's Halliburton, it's Lillard, it's Young, it's Tatum, it's Curry, it's Bain, it's Mitchell, it's Tyrese Maxey, it's Jalen Brunson, it's Fred Van Vliet, it's Anthony Edwards, it's Zach Levine, it's Paul George, De'Aaron Fox. Those, those are the guys, right? Those are the, those are the guys that have to make that shot and put it up. The jazz leader is, is Clarkson. Um, who's taking 57 of them. He's only making 28%, which I think other than Jordan Poole, who's at 20% is the lowest rate of, of anyone in the league. And then you have to kind of, you know, keep an eye on who can, who can do what um, so far, far. As I mentioned, Keontae uh, three of seven um, in the last two games, he had only, he's only taken 54 for the year. He's at 37%. That's a great sign. Like 37% is a big number um, for off the bounce threes in the league. That would probably put him of the top. In fact, I'll look it up. I wasn't planning to do it um, right now, but if we take his off the bounce threes and set the value at, you have to have taken 50 in the NBA. Sorry, this is on the fly. That gets us 31 guys in the league have taken uh, 50 off the bounce threes so far this year. Keontae being one of them, he at 37%, Keontae is shooting about 15th in the league. Donovan Mitchell is the best, or D Duncan Robinson's the best at 47. Tyrese Halliburton 
is at 43, DeJounte Murray at 43, James Harden at 42, Fox at 41, Brunson at 40, Conley at 40, Luca, LaMelo, D'Angelo Russell, quickly Donovan and Keontae. So it's great. Um, all right. We're going to hear from Dagnall and Hardy next. Then we'll look at the historical projections of those players. Uh, the Tuesday edition of Locked on Jazz is brought to you by Murdoch Hyundai, located at 4646 South State Street, also located in Logan and in Linden. The Hyundai car, if you do the research, I think you'll see you get the most bells and whistles. You get the best safety features for the best price. Then you have to decide whether you like it. For us, we decided we did. We've bought two Santa Fe's and we've bought the Ionic 5. Um, I love the Ionic 6, still just yearning for it. Both the kids have the Santa Fe's at college. We felt it was the safest, best car we could get them um, with the right size and right safety features and right bells and whistle for a decent price. That's literally how it came down for us. You can decide for yourself, but the Murdochs are going to make sure you have a no regrets experience with over 80 years in the market. The Murdochs are going to give you the best possible experience. They're in Logan, they're in Linden, and they're in Murray. If you're going to stop by, please email me first at dlock09 at gmail.com and let us give you the VIP experience that you deserve by being a locked on every day. It's at Murdoch Hyundai, 4646 South State Street, Logan and Linden. Go check it out. The Murdoch No Regrets Experience. Today's show is also brought to you by Game Time. Game Time is the official ticketing app of Locked On and... With the promo code Locked On NBA, you get twenty dollars off your first purchase. So download the Game Time app, create an account, and use Locked On NBA for twenty dollars off your first purchase. Why Game Time? Well, to me, there's a bunch of reasons why. One, Game Time gives you pictures of where your tickets are, so no surprises on that. Number two, Game Time is all in pricing, showing you your total upfront, so you know you're getting a great deal without hidden fees. Number three, you're buying tickets in seconds with just two taps and they're just on your phone and it's not difficult to go get it. Plus, Game Time has all sorts of last second deals for you, zone deals where you pick the section, Game Time picks the seats for an average savings of about 18%. So take the guesswork out of buying tickets, do it with Game Time, download the Game Time app, create an account, use the code Locked on NBA for $20 off your first purchase. The Game Time app, $20 off your first purchase with the promo code Locked On. Thank you very much for making Locked on Jazz your first listen of the day. We got a bunch more coming up on the show. And we have Locked on Sports Today, which is the 21st 24-7 ever at Newstream. If you're, by the way, for some reason you're in Atlanta, Minnesota, Los Angeles, or Dallas sports fan, we have Locked on those local channels. Locked on Sports Atlanta, Locked on Sports Minnesota, Locked on Sports Dallas, Locked on Sports um, uh, LA. And by the way, Lockdown will be on your Amazon Fire here very shortly. So that's exciting. Like maybe Friday this week. Maybe. We'll see. Pretty exciting. All right. Let's see if I can do this right. I screwed this up the other day. I'm going to try to share some sound with you. And um, I actually had a total disaster. You guys don't know about it, but I had a total disaster doing this the other day. So um, with the help of my fearless leader, Lockdown Mavericks. um, uh, Let's see. Nick Angstead. Okay. All right. Pro tip. Be careful sharing screen audio. If you have a guest, they'll hear themselves. All right. That's my pro tip. Let's see. Mark Dagnall, Will Hardy on the pick and roll. And I'm kind of like a disaster trying this. Here's what Will Hardy had to say about the process that Keontae's going through learning the pick and roll. And there's a lot of different things. I think number one, you know, they're trying to figure out our own team, what spacing we're in. You know which of their teammates are where. Um, you know the player that they're playing pick and roll with. 
you know, that can provide some differences in terms of what the reads are. Um, then they're trying to understand NBA defense. You know, the, the rules are different than college. Um, you know, obviously the defense of three seconds is a big one. And so help side defenders in college are usually in really early because they have no fear of being caught in the paint. Um, there's a lot more movement sometimes from weak side defenders in the NBA. And so I think, you know, the, the reads are, are obviously a little bit different. You know, you couple that with the fact that it's just a different level of athleticism. Um, the size, the speed of every player on the court is different, which makes the decision times, you know, the, those windows of decision much smaller. Um, so it's a lot, you know, young players and their, their development in the NBA is, um, is really difficult because the way the schedule is set up, a lot of it happens in games. You know, we try to do our best to practice and get the guys reps, but there's so many games that, you know, they're doing some of their learning, you know, kind of front and center under the lights. And in college, there's time, a lot more practice time between games. So, um, yeah, there's a lot of differences, but I think, you know, obviously Keontae for us, I think is doing a nice job with his progression. That was pregame with Will Hardy. I thought the comments about the fact that it's um, that players are learning on the fly and in games, I thought was a particularly interesting point of view that, you know, really you're running some reps in practice, but you're, you're not, it's where, you know, G league minutes and things like that are, are super valuable um, to, to our guys to be able to play. The other one I think is you, you, the speed and the quickest and the athleticism. I talked to Keontae yesterday. One of the things that he talked about that I thought was, was really eye-opening was just where am I getting my shot the confidence and so the thing that Keontae talked about is he's trying to you know he's trying to learn where he's getting shots how he's getting shots like you've seen him take a lot of this kind of runner and and that's actually not a shot he wants to take like he's he's kind of figured out you know right now if you look at him and it's kind of crazy he's taken and depending what shot map you use but if you use the NBA shot map he's kind of mid like between the paint and like halfway out so you know, eight to 15 feet on each angle. He's taken 12 on one and 11 on the other. And he's taken 11 in that like range from, from eight to 15 feet around the basket. If you just put it like a, an eight foot circle around the basket, maybe a six foot circle. And then another 15 foot half circle, like between that six and 15 range, he's taken 12 on the left, 11 on the right and 11 in the middle. Like, actually, if you look at like players, they don't do that. They actually find their spots. So then if you look at Keontae, like from 15 to 20, to the three-point line and ideally you you would actually have him you know he'd have a spot he's taken actually six long twos on each angle long twos aren't great he's one of six left and he's four of six on the right well so i think we're going to begin to see him when he drives right i think we're going to begin to see him like figure out oh if i drive right that's my pull-up right there i take that like he but he doesn't know that right now he's taking six on the left six on the right he's taking 12 close on the left 12 close on the 11 close on the right if you go back to his his angle, his threes on the angle, he's taking 38 left and 39 right wings and 30 in the middle. He's, I mean, in one sense, it's really cool. He's got a skill set that allows him to equally distribute his shots, completely equally distribute his shots. It's it's kind of crazy. On the other end, like at some point, he has to be able to find what's best for him, what what it is that he that he wants to to do, and what it is that he's trying to do. Um, and he doesn't have any idea what that is yet. And talking to him, he's like, he keeps, you know, I keep getting caught in that off-balance runner. I'm trying to get rid of that shot. And that off-balance runner is, you know, clearly that some decision-making process, some window closed, something happened, and he's it's it means he's not where he wanted to be. Uh, here's what Matt Mark Dagnall was always very interesting, had to say about the same question. Um, I would say 
the first thing is you're seeing a different coverage every single rep you know like there's something different about where you are on the floor where the screener is who the screener is who the pick and roll defender is on ball who the pick and roll defender is uh in the coverage uh and then you know there's help committed around the pick and roll so it's not just a two-on-two game and there's a variety of looks that you're seeing you know so it's not like uh it's not like a laboratory where you're going to see the exact same one over and over time, over and over again, it's, it's not fixed. And so uh, the variety is what makes it difficult. I think is that every play is a little bit different, but uh, there's only so many different ways uh, you can get played uh, and you end up learning the league and seeing the pictures and things slow down. And the good news is by the time you have seen it all, you've seen it all. And then that's when guys start to anticipate and they can start to manipulate um, the defense, but it takes a, it's a long process to get there. But, you know, a guy like Misich for us, you know, is a guy that's been in a ton of pick and rolls. He can now manipulate a pick and roll, but I'm sure he wasn't doing that when he first started. Chris Paul was like that when he was here, you know, like he, once he calibrated the coverage, he could then manipulate the defense, but uh, it takes a long time to get there. A lot of experience and reps. So super interesting for Mark Dagnall because he took it a bunch of steps. One, he talked about the laboratory and how nothing's the same. The second he took is okay. Will Hardy talks a lot about pattern recognition, that you have to have the pattern recognition of what you're seeing, that the game really is just pattern recognition. And right now, Keontae, Taylor, they don't they don't know the patterns they're seeing yet. And so they're recognizing, and, and Mark Dagnall said, okay, well, then the next step of this thing is once you have pattern recognition, which is probably five or six years down the road, once you have that pattern recognition, then you can actually manipulate the patterns. Then you can actually start to move things and make the patterns go into various places. And that's... That's the next step in this. So, we're, we're, but we're talking, this is why to win takes six, seven, eight, nine years in the league that you have to be in the league before you actually win. Um, so really, I, I thought this was fascinating. I hope you liking this because this is uh, this is up my alley. This is where I love the game and the pieces of the game. And the, I like the people. I like the learning. This has got it all. This has got Keontae, a 20-year-old kid trying to learn it on the fly. you got these experts and Will Hardy and Mark Dagnall sharing with us. i got the access to be able to talk to Taylor and Keontae about what they're doing. Then we see Keontae on the floor do it. Like, this is... This is like, I love this. Um, so, all right, we're going to come back and we're going to look at De'Aaron Fox and we're going to look at Shea Gilgis-Alexander. We're going to look at Jamal Murray and the numbers are pretty amazing at what you're going to see from their progressions as point guards in the NBA. And it's exactly what Will Hardy and Mark Dagnall just saw. You're going to see this moment of like pattern recognition. And then you probably begin to see this moment of manipulation and where they go. And it gives us an idea of what the timeline also is for Keontae. That's all coming up as we continue on today's edition of Locked on Jazz, part of Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks so much for making Locked on Jazz your first listen of the day. Greatly appreciate the everydayers out there. Greatly appreciate everybody who's taken uh, the time with us today as well. Today's show is brought to you by our friends over at FanDuel. FanDuel, last night was a little crazy. I think it was a 13-point line and like that basket at the end of the game changed. I think we could be ending up on Scott Van Pelt. Uh, right now, new money customer, new customers, new money customers, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any $5 winning bet. That's $150 bucks if your team wins. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in the action than right now. Spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. Visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to kick off the NBA and the part of the NFL season. FanDuel is the official partner of the NFL and the official sports book of Locked On. $150 for just one money line bet. 
Go to FanDuel.com slash on Lakers Mavericks tonight. So you can have a bunch of fun with Luka and LeBron uh, and their various matchups today. The Lakers are a two-point favorite in that one. Cleveland's at Boston, which is a big one tonight. Boston's a 10-point favorite over the Cavs tonight. That's a surprising. Denver got back on the winning track, but they have to go again tonight. They're against Chicago. They're playing Chicago. It's a seven-and-a-half-point favorite. Phoenix Golden State tonight in Phoenix. Phoenix, three-and-a-half-point favorite. The Clippers playing Sacramento on a back-to-back uh, or a three-point um, dog against the Kings. So good games tonight. Really, really good games in the NBA if you want to get in the action. Go to FanDuel.com slash locked on. All right, let's look at these three players. And I'm going to spew a bunch of numbers at you right now, and there's no really way for me to share screen or give it to you. You're just going to have to kind of dig in with me. So here's Shea, and Shea's not completely linear, actually, which is really interesting on Shea. So if we look at Shea in his opening year, and let me make sure I'm clear about one thing. All of these three guards, Jamal Murray, De'Aaron Fox, and Shea have a starting point. Other than Fox, way ahead of where Keontae is right now. Okay? Now, let's let Keontae have the season and figure out, you know, what what we've got going on. But right now, Keontae is a 0.77 on pick and rolls, which is just not good. It's probably last. It's basically last in the league of the guys who've run, you know, 300, 200 pick and rolls. Um, and so none of these guys are at that range, but also we're not picking up these guys. So let's watch what happens and see if Keontae can get his numbers up. So Shea starts in his 18, 19 years, first year, it's when he's with the Clippers. And uh, Shea's runs about 1,500 pick and rolls his first year. And Keontae, by the way, has already run 500, even though we're not a pick and roll team. And this is Shea's year with the Clippers. He started 73 games for them. He averaged about 11 points. He shot 48% and 37% from three. It was a pretty incredible rookie year. Uh, people knew. Um, he was a .94. His second year, he's .93. Then he jumps. In his 2021 year, he only plays 35 games, though. He goes to .99. Now, that's he only played 35 games. So I feel like we have to pull that back, but he had suddenly increased his volume. He was doing, he was at 54 picks for hundred possessions. He like jumped. He was at, that was like his big jump of usage, but he gets, ends up getting hurt. So 21, 22, he comes back out and has his first massive usage year. Instead of 30 picks for hundred possessions, he's up at 53 picks. Like he is now the guy and he slips. He goes back down to 0.90, but that's his opening range. 0. 0.94, 0.93, 0.90. And his usage jumps up. This is per chance. And then last year, he goes back up to 1,700 pick and rolls, which is a lot. He actually reduces it down a little bit. He's not running 50. They're picking. He's doing a lot more driving one-on-one. He's not a huge pick and roll guy. But he goes to 0.99. So huge jump from 0.9, 2, 3, 0, to 0.99. And then this year, he's at 1.08. Like, so what you basically see is I think what Mark Dagnall talked about. He got pattern recognition, and now he's suddenly manipulating. Right? He goes from 0. 0.94, 0. 0.93, 0. 0.90, 0. 0.99 to 1.08. Boom. In year six. Okay? Let's go look at Jamal Murray. Jamal Murray opens his first year at 0. 0.94. His second year, he goes to 0. 0.94. His third year, he goes to he he's at, uh, goes to point nine three. So three years in, he's his his load's about the same. He's mid thirties again with Jokic. They don't run a huge amount of pick and roll, which probably makes these pretty good guards 
for us to compare because I don't think Will's ever going to be a huge pick-and-roll team. Uh, the first year, Jamal played 82 games, started 10. Then he went to 32 minutes. His third year is at 32 minutes. His, third, his fourth year, Jamal Murray, like, gets it. His pick and roll is increased. He goes from 0.93. He was a 0.94, 0 0.94, 0.93 to 1.01. He got it. 2021, that's the bubble year. 2021, he's got it again. He plays 48 games before he gets hurt. He's 1.01. Last year, he comes back from the injury. He's 1.05. And now this year, in his seventh season, he's at 1.10. And there it is. Very similar to Shea, but he's got the injury to deal with. Is And probably on Shea, he makes the jump, and now we're seeing pattern recognition. You get over 1.11, and you're into pattern recognition. And you're into manipulating the pick and roll. We go to De'Aaron Fox. So Fox's first year was rough. 17-18, De'Aaron Fox on the pick and roll is 0.86. That's close to where... where uh, Keontae is, he played 1,700 pick and rolls. Keontae is going to probably be right around there. Keontae right now is already at 500. So I bet you this is kind of where he is. He's at 42 picks per 100 possessions. Keontae's right at that number. This is exactly how Keontae's pacing. And I'll bet you Keontae's number by the end of the year is close to 0.86. That year, Fox played 73 games. He started 60. Like, it's crazy similar. He shot 41% from the floor and 30% from three. Crazy similar. And he was 20. Like, it's all Fox. And this is the best comp I had. That's why I left it for last. Next year, he starts 81 games. His pick and roll play, he runs a lot of them, 2,200. He's at 0.94. So good jump, but still not very, not great. The next year, he goes to 0.96. He slips back to 0.94. In his fifth year, he's at 0.93 again. It's like all kind of common. He has some bad coaching in here, switches around. And then all of a sudden... Last year, with Sabonis as a better big, with Mike Brown as a better coach, it clicks. But it clicks at year six again. He goes to 1.07. And this year, he's at 1.08. Like, we're seeing pattern recognition and then manipulation. But here's what gets super interesting about this. All three of them seem to do it at about the same time. All three of them. But how many picks was that? And this is what I think we have to realize on these guys is if you start looking, it took 9,280 picks for De'Aaron Fox before he got over a point of possession. 9,000 picks before he suddenly had his numbers at over a point of possession. You look at Jamal Murray, and I did not pre-prepare this, so yes, I'm doing it as we speak. Jamal Murray needed about 5,000 picks before he got over one point of possession. And he had Nik Nikola Jokic, truly one of the great bigs in the league. Shea. Shea ended up needing, and Shea doesn't have a elite role big, so they've changed what he does a little bit, and he actually is one who ends up playing a little bit more of a, um, a driver now. Like, his pick rate is down because he just goes to the, he's so great at getting in the basket with his hezzy game that he just goes. He was right around 8,000 picks. So the early stage of this is 5,000 picks before you kind of break through Jamal Murray and he had Jokic. The other range is eight to 9,000 picks. If you're running 1,500 a year, 
that's three or four years of this before that pattern recognition kicks in, before you're able to do it. And it's why when we look at the rankings every year, the bottom guys in the league are always young or just so decrepitly old Kyle Lowry and Chris Paul that they just don't have it anymore. All right, I found this super interesting. I hope this was worth your time. This is hopefully what makes it being a Jazz fan better each and every day. Really two good back-to-back games from Keontae. I thought I did a terrible job yesterday on talent acquisition concept, Jazz comparing to Thunder. I'm going to revisit that um, tomorrow. We'll also look at power rankings tomorrow. We'll get ready for the Knicks game. Um, all of that Jazz are practicing today, so we'll have some whatever comes out of practice as well. This has been Locked on Jazz, your daily podcast on the Utah Jazz. Hopefully you enjoyed the show, and we now will send you over to the first ever 24-7 YouTube national sports stream on Locked On Sports today. Thanks so much for being an everyday, or thank you very much for being a part of Locked On Sports, your team every day.